It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, bringing you Reds content each and every day. We are 10 days away from opening day. Today, we begin our look at players who are going to make the roster and be huge contributors for the Reds in 2021, starting with Joseph Daniel Botto. We also talk about TJ Antone and the Reds' biggest addition, this offseason. That's all coming up here in just a minute. If you aren't already, make sure that you are a subscriber to the podcast. That way you get Reds content each and every day in your podcast feed. Hit that subscribe button. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Lockdown Reds and save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. We'll have us a Jeff's Junk Mail segment coming up this Friday. Speaking of looking ahead, on tomorrow's podcast, Bobby Nightingale joins me to talk about what's real and what's fake, what we can buy and what we can sell from the Reds this spring training as we get ready for the season. It is almost here. And we got some good news yesterday as Joey Votto was cleared for baseball activities. He has uh, come out of the COVID-19 protocol. You remember about a, a little over a week ago, he tested positive for the virus, but he was reported to be asymptomatic. That looks to have held true through the entirety of his tenure away from the team as he tested negative and he's ready to go. And he had the best response ever. You've probably seen it going around social media whenever he was talking about a drill. Bobby Nightingale had asked him about a drill that he was doing as far as reactions go and stuff like that. But you could kind of tell that Joey was really answering an earlier question based on is he going to be ready for opening day? And when he initially answered it, he said, you know, I don't have an answer for that. I got to get out there. I got to put some work in, see how I feel. But then he said this a couple minutes later, and I just love this. This is so Joey. You know, it's not that complicated, this, this baseball thing. You just have to do it every day. I'm on year 20 of doing it, so. And I know there's going to be some people that are just like, oh, he is not respecting the game. Get out of here with that. That's just Joey being Joey. I mean, he respects the game. Joey respects the game as much as the next guy, but he is confident in his ability to get himself ready. He was asked about how he felt his spring training had gone up until the point that he tested positive for COVID-19. Really good. Really good. Defensively, offensively. I'd like to get back there and beyond. You know, I, I, I uh, had a very poor defensive year last year. Again, it was 50 games or so, and uh, that's not an excuse, but I played really poorly. And I'd like to go into the season feeling sharp defensively. Um, and, um, you know, I've got teammates that, that uh, have never seen me. I, 
there are times last year where I would look over to Mustakis and after I dropped a ball or something, I go and I would tell him, dude, I'm a good defender. Like I'm, I don't know what's going on. Um, but I'm looking forward to, to, to feeling sharp with the bat, of course, feeling, feeling like I'm, I'm dangerous, as I mentioned before, and, and, um, making sure I'm healthy and strong and able to, to play as often as possible. That's the goal. And I felt like I was trending in that direction. So I have to get back to there and, and beyond. I feel like a good t-shirt idea. And you know, maybe this is out there. I haven't scoured the interwebs for all the different t-shirt ideas, but it's just Joey wearing a pair of sunglasses saying, feeling dangerous. Maybe he's holding the bat or something because that's been his motto all off season ever since he had that renaissance at the end of last year after he was benched. We all know the, the fabled story of Joey's benching. He sits for three days, comes back, figures out how to hit again. He looked phenomenal. And I think that it's something that he can continue based on his batting stance. He was repeating it very well this spring. He had that new swing that he talked about has more of an arc to it, more of a a loop. It's not as short as it has been in years past. And in very tiny sample size, 10 plate appearances, just nine at bats, Joey's batting 444. On base half the time, slugging over 500. He absolutely looked phenomenal. And I know, I, I've said this many, many times, that spring training statistics, and he even said this in his interview that he gave the press on Sunday, spring training statistics really don't mean anything. It's about how guys are feeling. It's about where they are physically and mentally, and they're getting ready for the season. Joey has always been one of those guys that his spring training comes with a caveat. He's working on something. He's getting the strike zone down. He's getting ready for the year, whatever it is, because everybody's concerned because he's batting like 100 or something like that. Now he's got crazy good statistics and, you know, again, only 10 plate appearances. That's nothing. That means absolute. That, that's not even a week's worth of work. That's like two games, maybe three, maybe three games. But depending on how long the two games are, it might only be two games. Still, that being said, he has looked phenomenal and I loved what he said there getting back to being dangerous and defensively because that that, that's one thing that we're a little bit worried about we saw some this spring with a couple of errors and stuff that he has had at first base so it sounds like getting back to work getting back into game action which I fully expect today the Reds are off today being Monday I fully expect to see him in the lineup on Tuesday and seeing him get plenty of work out in the field to get himself ready because I think he's going to be there. He, he physically, he's looked great all spring and it doesn't seem like, I mean, he, he did not want to talk about his experience with COVID, but I think that's more being respectful of other people who have gone through COVID. We know Joey, Joey's a very respectful person. He's not going to uh, brag about or talk about or, you know, try to make something sound more dramatic. He's going to say exactly what he feels, and if he didn't feel like it was worth talking about, he's not going to talk about it. And so he didn't want to talk about his experience with COVID, but I think he probably had a light bout of it. There were no reports of him struggling with any sort of symptoms. So with that being said, I think he's going to be ready for opening day. And with Suarez at shortstop, Moose at third, hopefully, dear Lord willing, because he has earned it, Jonathan India at second base, this infield is going to be a lot better than we thought it was going to be. And Joey's going to be a big part of that. In fact, when you look at his projections for the season, and I got 
looking at baseball prospectus, it was very interesting. They think that he's going to have a good year. Because what is a good year for Joey Votto moving forward? I think we all uh, know that going forward, hitting 300 for a season probably is out of the question. Maybe he could do that. And if he did that, I'd do a backflip. But we're probably looking around 270 for a batting average, something like that. Baseball Prospectus has him at 264 this year. Getting on base with a 394 clip and a 447 slugging. That's phenomenal and probably actually puts him close to my bold prediction for him of 130 OPS plus or greater. In fact, they even think he's going to hit 20 home runs, 20 or 21 home runs, depending on how many at-bats he gets. But they think in a full season's worth of at-bats, he can hit 21 home runs. A couple of years ago, we thought that was a pipe dream. We thought, no, no, Joey's not hitting home runs anymore. Joey's got to hit singles and doubles. But Joey's back in the home run market, baby. And I think he can be a huge... I mean, I was about to say, I think he can be a huge contributor. No. Him, the renaissance that he has gone through and hopefully will continue to go through with the end of his career kind of on the horizon, but what he can do in 2021 based on his change in his batting stance and the change in his swing will be a huge factor in why the Reds are good. We always say that there are excuses for why bad teams are bad, and there are reasons why good teams are good. And he, being good, will be a reason why the Reds are good, and I think that that's going to happen. Coming up, I have some thoughts on TJ Antone. Told you we're starting to look at each player specifically, the big contributors for 2021. And TJ Antone, make no mistake about it, is going to be a big contributor, whether he is in the rotation or the bullpen. And there's some thoughts there on that. Plus, I'm also going to answer a question. So coming up later this week, we have a season preview on the Locked On MLB show. They sent me some questions over that I sent some answers back to them. I'll give you kind of an extended answer on one of those questions coming up here in a minute. But before we get into all of that, I wanted to let you know that we still have this amazing deal over at betonline.ag as we move through the NCAA tournament and as we inch closer to the start of the Major League Baseball season, you can take advantage of this offer. Go set up your profile today at betonline.ag and enter the promo code Locked On. You'll get 50% more added onto your initial deposit. When you go to Bet Online, you'll see the different odds for all the different games. They've even got MLB Futures odds. Who you think is going to win the NL Central Division? The Reds are still at plus 350. How many wins do you think the Reds are going to have? They've set the over-under for the Reds' win total at 82.5. And, and actually, getting the over right now is a value. So if you like where the Reds are in spring training, if you like what you're hearing about the different situations with Gino at short, Moose at third, you got a healthy Nick Senzel who's been raking early on this spring training, Jesse Winker, Nicholas Castellanos looking good. If you're thinking that the over is going to hit, go take it today. Set up your account, type in the promo code locked on. You'll get 50% more added to that initial deposit at betonline.ag. And that is the promo code locked on. After you're done listening to some Red Stock, go check out Locked On Today 
That is the daily podcast that brings you every single big sports news story for each and every day. Locked On Today, hosted by Peter Bukowski, takes a look around every single sport and brings you exactly what you need to know. So check out the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So here recently, there's been a lot about TJ Antone, whether he's going to be a starter, whether he's going to be a reliever. Unfortunately, circumstances are kind of dictating that he's kind of gone through a little bit of a groin injury here recently. And according to reports in his most recent bullpen session, had a bit of a hip flexor problem. So he may still be kind of held back a little bit so far as getting ready, though all signs point to him being okay for opening day. What that means, though, is likely he's either going to be at the end of the rotation as he continues to work out and get ready for that, or he's going to start the season as that multi-inning rubber arm security blanket in the bullpen, which is interesting because in a perfect world, that's like the perfect role for him. He can come in and nail things down in between the starter and the closer for multiple innings for the Reds, and that would be phenomenal. But as our friends over at Reds Content Plus point out, if you go check out their article about TJ Antone and his prospects for the season, that's not always the case. You don't always have a perfectly defined, high-leverage situation during the middle of the game that you can bring TJ Antone into. Some games, the starter's going to blow up and the bullpen's going to have to cover six, seven, who knows, maybe even eight innings worth of the game. Then you're going to have those games where the Reds are firmly ahead from start to finish. Do you pitch TJ Antone in those? And how do those string together? Do you have a string of games that those aren't the ideal situations to pitch TJ Antone in? Because of that, you're going to have to throw him in some of those games that don't necessarily make the most sense for him so that he can keep from being rusty. I know that C. Trent Rosecrans wrote that TJ Antone could be the Reds' Josh Hader, and how awesome would that be? Josh Hader, probably the best reliever in all of baseball last year because every time he came into the game, you knew things were getting nailed down. And really, when you think about it, the biggest argument as to why Josh Hader wasn't the best is his teammate Devin Williams. If TJ Antone can be one of those two guys for the Reds, the Reds' bullpen gets exponentially better. Because you have that one guy that can be like the sham wow of the bullpen. He comes in to a situation where there's multiple guys on base and he gets the Reds out of the jam. TJ Antone can totally be that guy. And he it's great how David Bell and Derek Johnson have talked about him this spring. It's not necessarily, oh, you know, we're looking at each and every outing that he's giving the Reds and he gave up this many hits and all this stuff. No, like they love the work that he's put in. As soon as he steps onto the diamond, he has this laser focus. Dude is ready to get better. Dude is working to become a better pitcher. And he has said in interviews past, I believe is with talking with Jim Day earlier this month, he he mentioned he is obsessed with that extra 1%. He wants that he wants that further 1% better. You know, sometimes you kind of look at something and you're just like, boy, I could make this better, but in order for me to get it that little tiny bit better, it's going to take a lot of work. And if you're like me and you're a little bit lazy sometimes, you don't really want to do all that work. TJ Antone loves the work. TJ Antone wants that 1% and he does not care how much work he has to put in for it. 
the problem is just the timing of his uh and he called it minor whenever he was removed from the game for it but his minor groin injury and now a little bit of a hip flexor problem what does that all mean for his role because early on it surely seems like he's going to be pitching out of the bullpen the Reds are dealing with injuries in the rotation with Sonny Gray and now with TJ Antone probably not factoring into at least the early season rotation. You're going to see guys, obviously you got Luis Castillo and Tyler Malley at the top. Then you're probably going to see guys like Michael Lorenzen, supposing that he is healthy. He's been dealing with a little bit of a shoulder issue. You've also got Jeff Hoffman. You've got Wade Miley. And also in the mix, probably the most ready pitcher whenever spring training games began, Jose De Leon is also there. He pitched in a side game yesterday and had eight strikeouts in three innings. Dude is looking pretty solid. I'm looking forward to seeing what the Reds can bring him. So where does TJ Antone fit in? I believe at least in the early going, he's going to be coming out of the bullpen. And he's going to be probably the Reds' best asset out of the bullpen. Now, that's not to say that he's going to be the closer and he's going to be going after saves and all this other stuff. You're going to see him in the sixth. You're going to see him in the seventh. But you're not going to see him exit after that inning. You're going to see him pitch multiple innings. That is TJ Antone's role, at least in the early going, as openings in the rotation probably come open during the year because that's going to happen. Just get ready. Whenever there's injuries to starting pitchers during this season, don't go crazy because every team is going to go through that because every team had their starters ramp up, ramp down, ramp up, ramp down last year for the shortened season. And now we're going back into a full season one year later, not even one year later. It's only a couple months after the end of the season, if we really think about it. So all told, TJ Antone can be super valuable for this team, no matter where he pitches, because he himself is an amazing pitcher. And when you look, again, I go back to baseball prospectus. They talk about TJ Antone in his 2020 year and how it translates to 2021. What's interesting to me when I look at the different numbers that they have for him, I'm not going to go crazy with what they think uh, his ERA is going to look like or his whip or anything like that, but they think that his ground ball rate is going to be slightly above 50%. So he keeps it on the ground a lot for the Reds this year. That's that's some good news. And then when you also you look at the whiff percentage, very good. If he keeps it at 34%, that's going to be exactly what the Reds need. And I love the article that Reds Content Plus had about him when they look at his strengths so far as times through the order. That's been a big talking point for pitchers over the last couple of years. How good is he the first time through the order? How good is he the second time through the order? What's he look like the third time through the order? And the general consensus is the more times through the order that a pitcher goes, the less he's going to perform, or at least the the quality of his performance will go down. With TJ Antone, the sample size is too small to trust. So if David Bell and Derek Johnson lean only on their own understanding when it comes to times through the order, then that might be a faulty assumption. That might not be the best way to treat TJ Antone. But that being said, as good as he is the first time through the order, he can definitely give them multiple innings out of the bullpen, at least to start the season. And hopefully by the end, we'll see him in the rotation. What I've got for you next is a question that I'm answering that I was given to by uh, Locked On MLB, something that will be on the Locked On MLB podcast later on this week. I'm going to give you an expanded answer. There's a little bit of an answer on the podcast for you on Locked On MLB, but coming up in our next segment, I've got 
an expanded answer for the question of who was the Reds' biggest offseason acquisition. I know some of you just rolled your heads, but I've got a thought on this. Before I give you that thought, though, I want to give you another thought. When you're reaching for a tasty snack, do you think of a protein bar? Well, with Built Bar, you can, because Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's going to satisfy that snack craving, but it's also going to be healthy for you, too. The statistics are phenomenal on these things, as they've got 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of fat, and up to 17 grams of protein. And they've got great flavors, too, guys. When I'm talking about Cherry Barcia, Coconut Brownie Chunk, they've got some great peanut butter flavors, great fruit flavors. Check them out at BuiltBar.com. And i got a promo code for you to check it out, too, LOCKED15. Just type in LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. They still have the bracket going on as well. Today's matchup, my favorite other than Cherry Barcia because Cherry Barcia got knocked out in the first round, but whatever. I'm not bitter about that at all. Coconut brownie chunk is up against lemon almond cheesecake. Go vote for your favorites, i.e. coconut brownie chunk. And they'll move on to the next round in the most delicious bracket on the internet here in the month of March. That is BuiltBar.com. And if you want to know what your favorite flavor is, you're not sure just yet, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order and find out what your favorite flavor is. Built Bar is amazingly delicious and specifically nutritious, and now you can get 15% off your next order with the promo code LOCKED15. That's BuiltBar.com and LOCKED15. Beginning this Wednesday, the Locked On MLB podcast is featuring one of our biggest events of the year, the Locked On MLB Division Preview Series. All of our local experts in every MLB market answer the biggest questions around each team. Follow Locked On MLB on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. And speaking of answering the biggest questions for the season preview, let me give you a bit of a taste of that. As I was given the question, what is the biggest offseason acquisition for the Reds? Well, we all know that coming into the offseason, Nick Kroll had stated the objective of improving the shortstop position. What happened? Well, um, I think most of us know. Nothing! Nothing happened. They didn't go get anybody. They, they got D. Strange Gordon on a non-roster invite, but even David Bell knew whenever D. Strange Gordon came into the building, he was just going to be a utility player if he made the roster at all. That's why they got him on a minor league deal. He wasn't going to be the answer at shortstop. They didn't sign an answer at shortstop. So what happened? They went out and they got a bunch of other relievers and stuff like that, guys with options, guys with high spin rates, and the Reds have an interesting bullpen because of it. But they still sat there without a shortstop. Coming into spring training, there was a huge question mark. Who was going to take the reins? Because every single option was uninspiring. But then a Eugenio Suarez showed up. He came to camp thinner, leaner, meaner, lighter. Dude lost 15 pounds. He looked like the best shape of his life. I know everybody always says that. That's my favorite storyline of camp because so many people say, oh, so-and-so's in the best shape of his life. A. Eugenio Suarez looked phenomenal. And every day in practice, he was hammering the ground balls at shortstop. He wasn't just practicing at third base. He was practicing at shortstop as well. And whenever asked about it in an interview after he was named the shortstop, Eugenio Suarez said that it's his natural position. 
And David Bell said, he looks natural there. His movements are natural. He looks natural, i.e., he's a natural shortstop. Now, some of you are probably wondering, whenever he came over from the Tigers, why the Reds didn't keep him there. Well, there's this guy named Zach Cozart. He was pretty good at shortstop. And then whenever they got rid of Zach Cozart, Eugenio Suarez was already firmly planted at third base and kind of got into third base shape a little bit. He kind of bulked up a little bit. Now he's lighter. So when I look at the Reds and when I look at their offseason and the fact that they didn't really have any acquisitions to really get excited about, I mean, sure, Sean Doolittle is exciting if he can find his fastball again. Or you look at Cam Bedrosian, he could be exciting, but he was a minor league signing, so it's not like the Reds are super excited about him. So who's the biggest get? The biggest get is a healthier Gino. The biggest get was Eugenio Suarez losing 15 pounds. That was the biggest acquisition for the Reds in the 2021 offseason, and it's probably going to be a big reason why they are successful this year. Because you move a bat like Gino to the shortstop spot, and you get some pretty good fielding. I mean, he is the best fielding shortstop on this roster, especially when you factor in the other things like, okay, is he the best fielding shortstop who also brings with him a big stick? Checkmark. That's the guy. Eugenio Suarez is the best possible shortstop for this team, and it's because he lost 15 pounds in the offseason. So yeah, a little bit more of an extended thought there. You'll hear that in a smaller form on the MLB Division Preview Series on Locked On MLB. There were some other questions that I answered. You're going to want to check that out. That's coming up starting Wednesday this week. Look for it in your podcast feed, wherever you get your podcast. But that's going to do it for us here today. Tomorrow on the podcast, Bobby Nightingale joins me to talk about this Red Spring training with a buy or sell mentality. You're not going to want to miss that. I'll talk to each and every one of you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 